A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth, and I hack travel. It's time for the long-awaited new season of Travel Hacker, and this is the dictionary definition of long-awaited. <laughs> but that's not my fault. If you've listened before... The <laughs> Excuse me. The show works a little bit like this. That man you just heard there, my long-suffering and lazy producer, Christopher, and I go hacking travel so you don't have to. Well, actually, we do it so that you can travel with the hacks that we give you. Because I know more about travel than you. You're not as good at getting places as me. So I help you find hacks to get to places better. Could be a saving of cash or time or finding a generally better way to do things. And Chris comes with me because he loves me. I do love you enough to have done six seasons of this. But do I love Is this the sixth or the seventh? Oh that's a good question. I don't I don't know. Like lockdown confused a lot of things. I'm still not quite over it to be honest. <laughs> um I I think the big question is at the end of this season, will I ever want to see you again? Wow, that's a really big question to ask at the beginning of the season. And if you want to jump right to the end and listen to all of them together, you can by visiting our Patreon. Patreon.com. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Go find Patreon. We're on there. So over six. <laughs> no, no, Patreon. Travel hacker ish. So over six episodes, we're going to do something great. Let's begin. Hello, Rich. Christopher, welcome to King's Cross. Uh, we've not been here for a while. I don't think we've been here hacking travel, have we? Uh, well, other than literally the last time I saw you hacking travel was at this station. No, we arrived at St Pancras. OK, which I can literally see 30 feet away. Yeah, but And I've registered <laughs> yeah, I on the London map <laughs> yeah. as King's Cross St Pancras. Yeah, because they're joined by an underground station together underneath, but it doesn't mean they are... And a Pelican Crossing. But it doesn't mean 
Yeah. Anyway, look, it's good to see you. Oh, yes, nice to see you too. Off like Sorry, this. you're right. How's your tea? Um, it was good actually, thank you. Good. I didn't get you sugar, but I didn't think you were a sugar kind of person. I'm not a kind of sugar guy, no, no. You've uh, basically taken this over. Yeah. This is entirely on you. This one's on me. Which I'm delighted because you are the travel hacker. I am the travel hacker. I hack travel. Um, this whole project, uh, this whole way of living, this whole thesis is mine. Thesis? I, yes. I hack travel, as you know. But I do have a, an increased self-awareness as I age that you have done a lot of the logistical heavy lifting in some of the things we've achieved. Yep. So it's on me today. I'm so excited. Um, obviously, I couldn't hack travel without you. I need you for the Thank technical you. side of things. Oh. But um, today, we're not just hacking travel. It's me saying to you, I am your friend. I am here to help. I know you're a busy man. I know the life you lead. And to be honest, I know how busy a lot of our listeners are which is why I have devised this specific hack that this series of Travel Hacker uh, is going to take care of. So, I know that we've got roughly 24 hours together mm -hmm. to do a whole season. Strictly speaking, 22 hours together. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and I am going to guess that we're probably going to want to get at least eight hours, Kip. So that yeah. doesn't leave... I mean, I don't, know where, I don't even know where we're staying. <laughs> so, so um, this this is going to need some. How much are you allowed to reveal now about what we're going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. Okay, we are going to give you a good night's sleep because I know that's not what you're getting right now. You've got two wonderful daughters, mm -hmm. um, but they're young. Mm -hmm. They are demanding. I have a young son and two older, more experienced young people. But I too am tired, yes. and I think tonight, yes. you and I yes. will finally get the rest that we deserve, and we will demonstrate a little, not just travel hack, mm -hmm. but a life hack oh. to our listeners, to our patrons, to show them how they can squeeze more meaningful rest into their Please busy lives. that services are subject to delay because of failure of the electricity what? supply near York. Every effort is being made to restore services to normal as quickly as possible. Rich. Please listen for further announcements. Rich. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. York is a long way away. Right. Okay, they've got time to fix that. Are we, are we going, we're not going to York? <laughs> Where we're going, my friend, is further than York. Can I have a guess what we're doing? Yeah. Spa weekend? No. Oh, God. Why? I know I, I knew that wasn't going to be it. But what you said implied it was going to be it. No. We're going to Scotland. Oh! Yes. Well, that's great. The land of big country and fresh air and rest and recuperation. Hang on. We don't have enough... This, this, no, no. I'm not doing a there and back in a day. I'm not doing it. Hey. I'm not doing it. We, we, we I, I told... I told my wife I'll be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I have basically a 24-hour pass. You will be back tomorrow. The tra I know for a fact the train doesn't leave at 5 in the morning because I've tried to do it a number of times in the past. We are on the 10 o'clock train to Aberdeen. Oh, fucking hell. We're going to Aberdeen? We're not going as far as Aberdeen. Right. We're going to get off in Edinburgh. Oh! 
Yeah, all right. Are you happy with that? I, I absolutely We'll be love getting it. off at Edinburgh, subject to those power supply problems in yeah. York, at 20 past two. And then a day out in Scotland? A day out in Scotland. Nice. We got it. Okay. Uh, Four hours travel. We'll be back by tomorrow. Okay. So how are we going to be back tomorrow? I've got all the train booking sorted, don't you worry. Uh, I've got an idea. I've got a good idea. And I have to say, I'm very excited. I am too. Right, let's get some train snacks. So, on a busy, noisy, noisy, busy train, and the threat of delays, with the threat of... What a poor script. So, so on a noisy, on a, busy train, and with the threat of delays, we boarded. We boarded and started, and started the most important with the most conversation important of conversation of all. Train snacks. Train snacks. <laughs> We're rowing, and it hasn't even started. Yeah, you had breakfast. But I had a smoothie. Okay. I have a smoothie every day now. Do you really? Yeah. No breakfast. Right. Well, I have breakfast as a smoothie. It's a smoothie. Okay. It's got oat milk in it. Okay, it's all right. I had a, a, a granola, yogurt. And strawberries, so um, healthy fuel. But we both got some nice uh, Waitrose baked goods. Yeah, got? Waitrose. What, what you got yourself a, a pastry chocolate. chocolate? Yeah. You got uh, a Leandro Trossard or something? I got Leandro Trossard. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate Trossard or something. And, and, and you got um, what you, you got fruit jellies. Yeah. Um, which I'm hoping are a little bit like. My nan used to have them. The really soft ones? Yeah, they were like jellies, but in the middle of the jelly, it would have like a little crystallised bit of like fruit that would just sort of like Cut. cover you as you oh, bit into it. No. Nice. None for that. I got candy kittens, sour watermelon. See, I feel like every single act that we've ever been on, you've had, you love your sour sweets. I do. And these are gourmet sweets from London. Because they're gourmet, I will try one. They've got no palm oil and they're carbon neutral. I wouldn't even know what palm oil was. You don't know what palm oil is? No idea. It's like, uh, it's, it's, I can't be bothered to explain. <laughs> We're not here for the you palm sh- oil. You should have less food with palm oil in it. Okay. Is it bad? It's not that it's necessarily bad for you, it's about deforestation. <laughs> oh, okay. Wasn't prepared for that. I know. <laughs> Um, I am. Um, I did find it a bit weird at the counter at Waitrose. The, they have like the camera fixed hard on your face, mm-hmm. and it's quite my res. It's your well, it's CCTV, isn't it? I mean, I've actually said at the at the till, CCTV is recording. Yeah, it is. I mean, what bothered me about it though was your. Uh, so I, I did my little posy face to it, as we always. As I always would, because of yeah. the show off. And because we're in high spirits, I'm hosed with you. And your reaction was, wouldn't it be weird if this is the last thing we ever do? And this is the last place we're ever seen. <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, for 22 hours that we've got together today, I'm not anticipating that anything's going to happen that would mean it would be the last thing we ever do together. But anyway, even if it was, I, uh, my brother works for Waitrose, so I'd imagine he would be able to... He'd be able to what? Access, like, our last your, Which would be nice for the order of service of the funeral. And your brother is a security contractor for Waitrose who no, goes through their CCTV. No, 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 he doesn't. He works, I think he works in finance or something. Well, that's not a thing. 
But I'm working for a city. There's no way your brother can access the CCTV little Waitrose at Kings Cross. I would imagine. Right, let's, let's, let's just take Waitrose into uh, into account here. I would imagine that anyone who works for Waitrose <laughs> wouldn't be able to access their CCTV. Anyone. Yeah. So as somebody just works like randomly on a till, or somebody who works in PR, can just access CCTV. Yeah, I mean, that, no. Well, certainly finance would, because if you and I hadn't paid for our Leandro Trossard right. through jellies and all that, right. guy, your finance guy would want to see who are these companies. So, you, so your, 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 your brother is doing that at the end of the year. Audits, he's looking at EBITDA. Yeah. He is trying to evaluate the success of the uh, Southport Miller tickets. All right, the three. Yep, that's great. Thanks, man. Thank you. So all of, all of a sudden he's sort of broken up, like trying to forecast 23-24. Because the manager of the little waitrose at King's Cross has said, some bloke had a pair of salopettes and some bearded dwarf. Now has, I wondered um, when you get to this. It's taken, <laughs> I mean, it, it's about an hour since we've bumped into each other. You're wearing ski salopettes. I, I mean, reappraise what you just said. What am I wearing? <laughs> I don't know how you describe them. It's quite a little... I'm wearing... On one. Dungarees. Is that what they're called? And I knew, I knew on the way here, which is not going to be out to resist talking about dungarees. <laughs> and I'm astonished it's taken you an hour to mention the dungarees. <laughs> Tell me about my dungarees. Um, your dungarees are uh, black and you are wearing them over a, uh, a white and yellow striped t-shirt. And they are giving you the air of a uh, left-wing children's entertainment. <laughs> How could you tell the political affiliation? Oh, but it's TV protector. Like whether they're wearing salopettes or not. Oh my god. That's unbelievable. And also, why is that a cuss? Like what? It's, you said it like it's a cuss. It wasn't meant to be a cuss, it was a description. Right. Toe. <laughs> so, anyway, so your brother's broken up like it is annual sales performance. Yeah, to go to Little Waitrose and look through the CCTV because, as everyone knows in retail, every penny counts. Right, look after the pennies, the pounds look after themselves. I mean, the cost to get your brother to do that would be more than the cost of the fruit of the fruit jellies. The fruit jellies made with real fruit juice, and uh, let me say, real let fruit me just juice. let me just check, no palm oil. No, oh, they both have no palm oil. There we go. Is that is that like a, a, a statement for you now? You can never eat stuff with palm oil anymore. I'll look further into it and uh, find out what it does. Are you feeling rested? No. <laughs> I want to ask a question Far away. about where I'm sleeping tonight. Oh, where did in City? Oh. I quite often take Rocco to uh, look at the trains from the top floor of that multi-story. You don't. I do. It's called the Howard Centre. You take your son mm -hmm. at the weekend? Um, oh, I've got some interesting train fact coming up for you in a minute. You'll really, really like this. At the weekend, yeah. This feels like an inception train. It feels like a conversation within a conversation. Right. In avoidance of the conversation I was we trying to start. We're about to go over Digswell Viaduct. Um, Sounds like a euphemism. Which is, no, 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 it's beautiful. It's really, really, really high up. And it was opened in... Oh, I've cycled past this. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opened in the late 1800s by... Queen Victoria, 
and they needed her to go across it to prove to the travelling public that yeah. it was going to be safe. Yeah. Right. So there you go. So they just put her life on the line. They did, yeah. And she got across it, and here we are, 170 years later, still doing it. And they got the guy he did well. <laughs> to do it for them? Yeah. So you take your son to Wellington Garden City, multi-story car park, to look at trains. He comes away happy. And do you look at, is there a specific sort of train you look at? Is that like, you know, every Wednesday at 11.02, there's like a flying Scotsman or something? You know, when you're under five. Yeah. Um, Wear dungarees. Wear dungarees. When you're under five, you you go somewhere where a train flies by every two minutes. You're happy. And it's free. Whilst your wife is in the Howard Centre shopping. Oh, this is what you do. Oh, yeah, you see. Multitasking. Nice, I like it. Um, The question I asked you, though, which Mm -hmm. you all of a sudden very rapidly darted away from, Mm -hmm. was about where we're sleeping tonight. Uh, We are going to bed in Scotland. Right, I mean, I guessed that. And I I will have you at work tomorrow. So Is you... someone giving us a lift back? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pretty much the same. Yes, they are. Someone is giving us a lift back. All right. Don't worry. I will fulfil all the promises I've made to you. And to recap... Oh, thank you. Lunch menu. Thank you. you will have a restful day. You will have a good night's sleep. And you will be home tomorrow, as you promised your wife. And you will be at work tomorrow and someone is bringing us home. We're sleeping on a train, aren't we? <laughs> You're making me sleep on a train, aren't you? <laughs> Have you ever been on the Caledonian sleeper? No. Well, you will be tonight. Okay. I don't know what the Caledonian sleeper is. You'll find out at 9.45. Oh, man. Why? Why have I got this sort of real heavy wave of anxiety coming over me? I've booked us a cabin together and we will have a good night's sleep. And we will also, for the first time, sleep together. (laughs) We will consummate this podcast. (laughs) Are you all right? I'm actually... I've got multiple emotions all running through me at once, but I think it's overall positive. (laughs) Relax. Digest, yep, and we'll talk more at York. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined, the nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? UVX 10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. 
What a dry inbox we're going to have. Why don't um, we put this clip in um, into episode into all the other episodes like before where the ad break goes with a funny line that no one will really understand and they'll only get if they've listened all the way through to this point? So are you telling me that we're going to put a clip in every single previous episode that goes, do you know what? I've forgotten to mention the email address. It's not going to make any sense to them. What is the email address? Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. Boo! Colton past 12 on a Sunday afternoon, East Coast Mainline. Christopher, we're north of York. How are you? Um, I'm feeling quite tired, actually. That's good. I feel like... No, this is great. I'm so delighted to hear that because... Because today is all about showing how in this crazy, fast modern world we live in, that travel can be rest and recuperation as well. I want you to get the rest you deserve. I want us to get the rest that we deserve. We don't get it as parents. So the fact that you're feeling snoozy, relaxed, chilled, two hours into our journey up to Scotland, from London. I'm delighted to hear that. Okay. Um, I don't feel yet, uh, if I could be very critical, Rich, that, you know, you're an expert on trains. Uh-huh. You told me there was a railway museum we just went past. Uh, we went... Uh, did, did, didn't blow me away. I thought you told me an interesting thing about a train that crosses over another train line. I thought that was quite good. Okay. But, but t- tell me more about like, wh- wh- where we are, what's, what, what's so interesting about this train line? We're on the East Coast Main Line. Um, we've just left York, which is home of the National Railway Museum, uh, which I haven't been to since I was probably about 10. Um, I'd love to go there. It's got the Mallards. Do you know, heard of the Mallards? Um, record-breaking steam train that set the world record um, for speed on a steam train on this East Coast Main Stevenson's rocket? No, Stevenson's rocket was the first train, which was in Stockton on the... Um... No, no, it's free. Go for it. Um, yeah, Stevenson's rocket was the first ever train by uh, George Stevenson in uh, Stockton, so on the northeast. Before he wrote Gulliver's Travels. Oh, maybe Robert Louis Stevenson then, not George Stevenson. Stevenson's rocket. But the Mallard was... Coffee, please. Yes, please. Thank you. Nigel Gresley was uh, the designer and maker of the Mallard. Nigel Gresley. Yeah. And the Mallard, 126 miles an hour on this very train line. I'm okay, thank you. Would you have a sugar, please? Thank you. Thank you very much. So yeah, 126 miles an hour for the Mallard on the East Coast Main Line. Um, Now obviously, we're not on a steam train. We're on one of LNER's Azuma trains. Azuma is Japanese. Do you know what Japanese for Azuma? What Azuma is in English? Yeah, Azuma is in English. Do you know what that is? Because Azuma is a Japanese word. I reckon it's... Zoom. East. Wow. So, you know, you're learning things. What's West? Azuma. I don't know, I don't speak Japanese. Sure. Um, Azuma. 
Yeah. So that's what we're on. The LNAR Azuma, which is zooming us up to Scotland. We'll be getting off in Edinburgh four hours, 20 minutes after leaving London. Why did you turn away the tea or coffee? I'm had enough. I don't have tea after lunchtime. Most people have tea after lunchtime. Coffee, coffee before lunch, tea after lunch. That's what Prince, that's what Prince Charles does. I have tea in the morning. I have tea in the morning and like licorice tea or something like that in the afternoon. Do you not drink coffee? No. I did not know that about you. Oh, you. No, you must know that. I've never touched a cup of coffee in my whole life. Well, I've, I've tried a few sips. Actually, in fairness, sip. actually, in fairness, you with caffeine inside. Tea's got caffeine in it. No, it hasn't. It does? Tea's got tea inside it. Oh, my God. Tea doesn't have caffeine, does it? Of course it does. Adam? Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Okay. Why do you think tea gives you energy? The mystique of the tea leaves. <laughs> if, if people are able to read fortunes from tea leaves, there's obviously energy in it. So that's where the energy comes right. from. That's it. There's mystical energy in tea. <laughs> um, right. So we go. But no. Choking aside. The reason we've come up the East Coast today is because it's just the most beautiful line. Today is all about rest and recuperative travel to show you that the time that we don't have in our lives these days, we can, we can restore ourselves through travel. And you can restore yourself by looking out at the absolutely beautiful scenery that the East Coast Main Line gives you. At the moment, we've got wonderful fields of North Yorkshire. Yeah. To come, you know, post Newcastle, yep. we've got the East Coast, got the, uh, the borders going across Berwick. Borders. The borders. We've got Holy Island. Holy Island, Lindisfarne, the train. Anik. Yeah, Alec to come. The train hugs the coast yep. before we hugs get it. into Edinburgh. I do like this bit. This is like one of my... Yeah, they came out. Did it work? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry. Is it um, going to stay dry? I haven't checked the forecast, actually. I haven't been to Edinburgh, like, for a nice... Uh, dry day for <laughs> they do say don't go to scotland for the weather no and we're not we're going to scotland for a good night's rest yes still weird that we're doing this it's all good i'm i'm genuinely i'm quite excited about it good so you should i'm what excited about dinner We'll, we'll have time to have dinner. Lovely. On the Royal Mile? Uh, well, yeah, we could do dinner on the Royal Mile. Absolutely. Okay. We will... I'll re-answer your question. Could be the Royal Mile. We will have dinner in the... Yes. We will have our dinner in one of the finest cities of Scotland that you could possibly dream. Good. I, I know, obviously, because the fringe, I know a lot of places I can recommend. So we'll, we'll have a wander later. It'd be nice to find somewhere new to get that. Right. Right. OK. Sounds good. I like new stuff. Uh, status update 12.30, just outside of Darlington. Red signal. But that's fine. Time's Darlington on our Red signals, they sound like a team. Yeah. American football. Yeah. Um, I know you said you were tired. Yeah. So something to lift your spirits. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking down. I'm feeling like, you know, chipper. 
it's just pretty dopey. What would you do? What would you do with three and a half thousand pounds? Oh, what would I do with three and a half thousand pounds? Um, I would. I'd buy a holiday. That's a family holiday. Where would you go? Uh, Europe, because I don't want to go further than Europe because the kids will kick off. What kind of European holiday, three and a half thousand pounds? Uh, good question. Uh, somewhere where we can go to a city and the beach. Nice. Like, sure, yeah, great. Lovely. Wasn't what I was thinking of, but you've made me think of it on the spot and I'm saying yes. I got on the way in this morning yep. a scratch card. More and more services are. Let me have a look at that. Yeah. Seven thousand pounds, so three and a half grand each. Great. It just says if you get one seven, you get your money back. Yeah. Two sevens, you get. I didn't really look at the rules actually. Right, one seven, you get. Your money back, which is a pound. Two sevens, two pounds. Three sevens, five pounds. Right, and then I assume. Oh, I don't know. Hang on. Let's have a look. Match three identical amounts to win one of those amounts. Uh, so as well as sevens, it'll be it'll say like a thousand pounds. Yeah. Reveal one or more seven in the play area to win the corresponding prize as shown in the prize table. So how do you win the £7,000? One seven is one pound. I guess it has... It's two seven is two pounds. pounds. There's a number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember the last time I did a scratch card. I mean, it's, it's the National Lottery. It's not oh, like on. On the, right, So on the back, these are the prizes that we could win. Right. One pound. Yep. Two, two pounds. Really happy. Five pounds. Delighted. Ten pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's dinner. It's what? Twenty pounds. Edinburgh's more expensive than that, mate, but carry on. Forty pounds. Now dinner? that's exciting. Four, okay. four, Forty pounds is an exciting dinner. Hundred pounds. That's dinner with a bottle of wine, mate. Two hundred pounds. That's dinner with three bottles of wine. Seven thousand pounds. Quite a jump to the top prize, isn't it? Is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm up for it. Cool. When are we going to do it? Do you want to do it now? No. <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to sit and sit and think about more ways to spend okay. your three thousand five hundred. If we do it now, yeah. we've probably got nothing. Yeah. The longer we go without doing it, the more we still have seven thousand pounds. Okay. Well, how about we do it at Berwick? Let's discuss it again at Berwick. Well, no, because we've got Newcastle to come. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll discuss again at Newcastle. Right. We'll do the scratch card at Berwick. Yep. Because at Edinburgh, obviously, we're getting off, and that's not the time to be scratching. I the think card. we only scratch it when 100% of us agreed to scratch it. I think we only scratch it when the person who's holding the card decides to scratch it, and yeah, that's me. But, but when did you get this? At King's Cross. Okay. What card were you using at King's Cross? The Patreon card. <laughs> Yours that you gave to tell me to go and get some stuff from Pratt while he set the kit up. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on. So, so, so that, I paid for this. You've paid for this? Yeah. Okay, we're, that, not, we're not even thinking about it till Berwick. Oh, that's boring. £7,000 rich. What are you going to spend it on? Or three and a half thousand pounds of it. Or a thousand if I listen. Three and a half thousand pounds, season ticket. 
What, Rail won? No, Arsenal. Yeah, but what you can do with the, the rest of the money. And episode two will drop next week, unless you want to just go straight into it. Nuts deep on Patreon. Oh Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker. <laughs>